Welcome to the latest Volvo News series, World Dairy Expo Chats. I'm your host, Amy Ryan, and today I am visiting with Dr. Knowlton of Virginia Tech, the coach of this year's winning team of the Intercollegiate Judging Contest at World Dairy Expo. Congratulations, Dr. Knowlton, to you and your team on this outstanding accomplishment, and thanks for being here today. Well, thank you. I'm excited to talk to you and super excited to, yes, have had such a good week at World Dairy Expo. Let's start with your background and current role at Virginia Tech. Where did you grow up? How many years have you been working at Virginia Tech? And how has your background brought you to where you are today? I grew up on a small hobby Jersey farm in Connecticut and uh, was involved in 4-H and FFA. I really didn't judge it at all in 4-H. I judged a little in FFA. I stopped judging when I was 11 years old uh, because... and the coach and I joke about this now. At the time, I thought my coach was mean. And so I stopped judging my 11-year-old self. I think in hindsight, what I meant by mean was she was making us practice. And yeah, so (laughs) um, I went to Cornell University and that's really where I began uh, judging cows. Uh, And it took me two years to make their dairy judging team. Uh, which in hindsight was a great thing. And the team I competed on won all three of the contests that we entered. And then I had the opportunity to go on to graduate school uh, to study dairy nutrition. And it, it just happened that the two places I went, Michigan State University and then University of Maryland for my PhD, had strong dairy judging programs and coaches that were willing to pull me in as an assistant coach. And um, that was just invaluable to me. I'm, I'm always appreciative to the people in those two states. Uh, I've been at Virginia Tech now for 25 years. I came here directly when I finished my PhD at Maryland, and I am currently the Colonel Horace E. Alphen, Endowed Professor of Dairy Science. What that means is that I do research on environmental issues associated with animal agriculture. I teach four or five classes in dairy science I'm the head of our undergraduate program, and I coach the dairy judging team. The first 20 years that I was here, I coached with Dr. Mike Barnes, who was the longtime coach of the team, also my husband. Uh, He stopped coaching in 2015, passed away a year ago, and so I've been coaching on my own since then. Well, I'm very sorry for your loss as well. Um, How many years have you been coaching there at Virginia Tech, and how many years has have your teams won this intercollegiate dairy judging competition? Thank you. I, I've been coaching here for 25 years. This was my 25, 25th year. We've In that time, we have won the national contest five times. The first four of those I was coaching with Dr. Barnes, and then this year's team is the first one that I've coached on my own. And how do you actually choose your team then for World Dairy Expo and other competitions? Yeah. We teach our dairy cattle evaluation course in the spring, and it's within that course that we have tryouts for the judging team. Not all of the kids taking the class decide to try out for the team, um, but we do use the second half of the semester as tryouts. Uh, In recent years, I've been more aggressive about taking students to watch shows and and doing some very intentional practice with them, and that now counts as part of our tryouts. So we've got about a month or so at the end of the spring semester. And at that point, we decide, uh, I declare the the top four are 
the A team, and the next four are the B team, and they compete at, at different contests. But of course, A team is the uh, competes at Harrisburg and World Dairy Expo. Okay, and who were the individuals that were on this year's winning team, and where did they finish individually? Well, the four uh, girls who are on this team just work so hard. And in the end, Jenna Marston from New Hampshire is the girl who was the high individual in Holsteins. She was also the high individual in Oral Reasons and ended up fourth overall at the national contest. Super proud of her. Jenna had not judged before she came to Virginia Tech. Also, Brooke Knoll from Western New York. Brooke was the high individual in Milking Shorthorns. She had a perfect reason score. She ended up uh, in the top 20 overall, and she was fifth in reasons at that national contest. Madison Sifford was the high individual in Brown Swiss, so she got that beautiful Brown Swiss bell. She was sixth in reasons and second overall. And the fourth member of the team was Jaden Kane from Delaware, and Jaden was the high individual reasons at Harrisburg. And then at Madison, she was the high individual in the red and white breed. And you talked a lot about the reasons portion of this, which is another huge accomplishment. There's a whole different aspect and skill to this competition itself. So describe some of the practicing that you do on the reason side of it, which obviously worked because um, you said that you have an individual that had never judged before that won the reasons contest. So you're obviously doing something that is very right. For us, uh Reasons has always been uh, a tremendously important part of the dairy judging uh, contest, the activity. It's where students learn to defend their decisions, and it's one-on-one, and there's nowhere to hide, and they have to lay it all out there, and then they have to stand there and accept whatever critique, uh, praise, also sometimes criticism, um, that their coaches have, and and we're pretty structured on that. Um, we, When I teach students how to give reasons, I always think back to when I was first learning to give reasons and why it was such a challenge. I think learning to give reasons is a challenge because there are four or five really important pieces to it, and each of them is difficult, and then asking kids to do all all of them, they have to remember the cows. They have to feel confident in their placing. They have to have you know, gotten a good placing. There's a vocabulary involved mm-hmm. that is not necessarily uh, everyday vocabulary. There's a structure to the reasons. And then, of course, there's the whole public speaking, standing up and speaking in front of somebody element. What I do is I teach each of those separately, sequentially, before we begin to put them all together. So I teach the vocabulary. I teach the structure of reasons. I'll have them do things like give reasons on one pair of cows rather than a whole set. Because within one pair... Now we can. Uh, it, it doesn't take as long, and frankly, I can tell whether what they're doing and how well they're doing just listening to one pair. And then we can stop, and I can say, "Okay, good. Now try it this way. Okay, good. Say it again. Good. Say it again. Say it again." And then they repeat. So breaking it down, so you're teaching each piece individually, um, and then repetition is your friend. We we do a lot of repeat sets. Um, in the springtime especially. I don't score the repeats, but it's just a great opportunity for them to gain confidence, to do it the right way, and to hear themselves do it the right way. So we're, yeah, we're very intentional and structured about how we, how we teach oral reasons. 
And this team specifically, what other competitions did they attend and where did they place? Mm -hmm. They uh, attended the Harrisburg, the Pennsylvania All-American Dairy Judging Contest. They were the second place team there, the first place team Reasons. And at that contest, Jaden Kane was the high individual in Reasons. And that's the only contest these four have competed in together. A year ago, two of them competed at Louisville and and two of them competed at Viroqua. Three of them competed in uh, Fort Worth. So in different combinations, they they've uh, each each of them. This was this would have been their second. The you know when they started this year, their second, third, or fourth contest. Okay. Well, let's switch gears a little bit because you've talked a lot about the success you've had with this team. But let's talk about other things that you've done within the industry itself. Because along with serving as the judging coach at Virginia Tech. You provide many training materials to youth interested in dairy judging. Please describe those materials and talk about where people can find them. Well, the probably the most widely available is our Dairy Judging 101 channel on YouTube. Actually, the technical name is the VT Dairy Judging channel, but Dairy Judging 101 is sort of mm-hmm. how it's become known. And we have 30-some videos that we've put up there. Um, maybe 10 of them are tutorials. And so there's videos up there on how to, you know, what you're looking for when you're judging udders and feet and legs and dairiness. Several tutorials on giving reasons. Um, and then with the help of Hordes Dairyman, I've put together, oh, 25 or 30 practice classes for people to use. Mm-hmm. And... In most of those, I give like our placing, how we saw the class. Sometimes I have some students who give an example set of reasons within those uh, videos. And then sometimes I just put up some practice classes and let the coaches either ask me for my placing or, or just have their own placing. I started that about five years ago because I really value dairy judging. I think it's a tremendously important experience for these kids. They learn how to make decisions. And they're really, we don't really teach kids how to do that in the classroom. But judging, whether it's soils or pigs or cows, whatever it is, it it forces the student to make a decision on their own in a structured way. And that's so important for everything in their their future life. And so I I really believe in it. And it worries me that there are a lot of states that maybe don't necessarily have the either the judging tradition or they have reduced farm numbers and fewer people available to coach the 4-H kids and or fewer people who felt comfortable coaching and and I worry about that. I don't want dairy judging to become just, you know, New York, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia, Wisconsin, Iowa, uh, Minnesota, et, et cetera. So that's that, that's when I started is thinking about the beginning coach um, and what materials they would need. So, um, And I looked around on the web. There really was nothing. There are a few short videos that Dr. Dave Dixon had done, um, but there really wasn't a whole lot. And, and uh, so that's, that's when we began doing that. And I can say they're very useful tools and thank you for putting them out there because I know a lot of younger people are using them. Oh, good. So thank you for that. And the other thing that you've done too are some clinics around the U.S. So give us a little bit of information about some of those that you've done and if maybe you're planning to do some of those in the future as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I was counting it up. I've given uh, Dairy Judging 101 clinics in nine different states. These are Sometimes two-day clinics, sometimes a day and a half, sometimes it's just a, within one day, you know, a 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. 
It really depends on the needs of the agents or coaches or parents who are the on-site mm-hmm. organizers. And we, I think the first one of those was in the summer of 2018 on the eastern shore of Maryland, and that was great. So nine states, I think I've done 25 of them and had about a thousand students combined um, across all of those, which is great. I really enjoy them. Often what I'll do is I'll bring some of my students along to serve as the assistant coaches. I just work with people locally uh, to find out what they want. And, and I've got some standard workshops on uh, priorities in judging cows. What exactly is it that you're looking for? Where do you look? Where is the rear udder attachment? Uh, it just little things like that. Uh, where do you look to evaluate dairy character? And I really try to break it down into its simplest components because I don't think dairy judging has to be that complicated. I think with some fairly straightforward guidance and rules and mantras, you know, you can get 80% of the way there to to earning a, a good score on, on your placings. Um, the next ones that I'm doing, I, I have one scheduled in North Carolina in early December. Uh, I'm talking to the people up in Connecticut to do one probably the end of uh, February, beginning of March. Um, and there are a few others who have asked I, what I would love to do one of those every month. Um, I just I and I'll go wherever and work with whatever kids show up. Um, I, I really enjoy those. It's a great way to give back, and we appreciate that too because I know you've been out here to Wisconsin. It was great for our kids to be there. So yeah, your 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 boys are fun. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so. The other thing that I find very interesting about what you do with your students in particular is I follow you on social media platforms are the way that you're able to connect with them, both current and past students. So what do you try to do with them during their time at Virginia Tech? And also, how do you stay connected with them after they finish school? Well, I need to give credit where credit is due. That's really a tradition I inherited. Um, Dr. Barnes, Dr. Pearson, Dr. Sackey, Dr. Nebel, Dr. James, Dave Winston. Just going back decades, Virginia Tech has always had a very undergraduate-focused dairy science program. And so I kind of learned at the feet of the masters um, how to work with students, um, treat them with respect, elicit their respect, meet them where they're at, bring them along, try to make things fun for them. Uh, as I said, I teach in several of the class, teach several of the classes here. I'm an advisor for the Dairy Club, and I just really enjoy working with students. Uh, my official appointment is 70% research, and so theoretically, the whole teaching and student side is only 30% of my job. But it's about 85% of my motivation. So I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate to have landed in a program that just, just traditionally had very strong relationships with the students while they were here. Those students really become passionate supporters after they leave. If they have a really good experience as an undergrad, they're just always going to have a, a fondness and a soft spot for the program. I would agree with that sentiment 100%. Once they, once they graduate, I, have do have the opportunity to travel a lot to dairy industry events. I own cows myself, um, both commercial and, and some show cows. Of course, because I coach the judging team, that gives me an excuse to go to all of the shows. Um, I, I enjoy going to sales and so on. So I see a lot of our alumni um, 
on a fairly regular basis. And then, yeah, the social media, there's there's downsides to it, but Facebook sure is a great way to keep in touch with people and um, yeah, see what they're doing and, and keep them posted on what's going on in the program. Mm-hmm. So that flows, I think, quite nicely into my next question of what would you say has been the most rewarding part of your time as a coach with Virginia Tech? For me, I think it's the way I see kids from all different backgrounds gain confidence. Um, that personal growth and development is is so important. It's it's much more important than anything they'll learn in the classroom. I really enjoy working with experienced kids. That's a that's a, a gift and a pleasure. But I also enjoy working with the the I never touched a cow kids. Um, you know, at this point, and I think you know this, all of our programs, university programs across the country, we have fewer and fewer kids coming from production agriculture. But I have had kids successful, uh, kids become successful on dairy judging teams that literally have never touched a cow. Uh, most of the students I work with now have never judged before. Um, but some of them, they're, they're completely new to the dairy industry. And in teaching them that, they fall in love with cows. And and then I use the cows as the bait to get them to take the judging class, which then that is the bait to, to teach them how to make decisions. And then we do the public speaking thing. And man, by the end of that semester, whether they join the team or not, there's just so much growth that happens. Um, and I, I love seeing that. So what advice in general do you offer to youth who are just beginning their judging careers and hoping to compete in a contest someday like the Intercollegiate Judging Contest? I think the first is don't shy away from practice. One of the challenges I think that we face all across the country is that some of the traditional methods that we used to practice dairy judging in 4-H or FFA really are no longer possible. In, in Virginia, there's basically no tie stall herds. Um, there are, of course, in every state, the number of herds is, is uh, dropping and the number of herds that show isn't growing, uh, at least. And so the practice that you and I got to do when we were kids is really not available. So one thing I'm really starting to focus on in my workshops is coaching today's kids on today's dairy farms because it is different. You have to find a way to make it fun for them, the students. You you need to find a way to have them feel some success early on. None of us like doing something we're not good at. So I guess I would just say to Mm -hmm. students, don't shy away from practice ask and look around. And as I say, we're going to start doing some workshops on new and different ways of coaching and and practicing that can work even just on commercial dairies. And so don't shy away from practice. And and, and giving reasons is hard. There's a reason that, that a lot of people will say, I don't like giving reasons, but don't give up. Just to kind of take it one step at the time. And if you learn a little bit and then you can build on it at the next practice and you learn a little bit and you stick with it, um, you, you learn a little bit an awful lot of times and suddenly, yeah, you're very competitive at, at the regional and national contest. So I guess just don't shy away from practices and to coaches, I would say, look for some um, new ways to reach today's kids using the, the herds that we have available to practice with. That's great advice. And is there anything else that we didn't discuss that you'd like to share with us today? I can't, I don't think so. I I will say that I would love to do more of my dairy judging workshops. Um, 
They're not expensive for the local hosts. It's usually not difficult to find um, companies or extension offices able to sponsor and cover some of the costs. But I'd, I'd love to do more of those. I really feel like when I am able to go to different parts of the country um, and work with the nine-year-olds and the 10-year-olds and the 11-year-olds and the 12-year-olds, um, give them a taste of success early on, help them see that they can do this. Uh, and, and now all of a sudden, we all have a, an enhanced pipeline. Now there's going to be more kids coming in and trying out in 4-H and more kids coming through FFA programs and two-year programs and four-year colleges. So I'd love mm-hmm. to do more of those. And I am doubling down on getting some more videos up on the Dairy Judging 101 YouTube site. So well, great. If there are areas, states, clubs, extension offices that would like to have this, a dairy judging workshop for their students, um, tell them to feel free to reach out. I'd love to do more. Okay, perfect. Good to know. We will definitely pass that along to our audience. So thank you again today for your time, Dr. Nolton, and congratulations on the success of the Virginia Tech judging team and best of luck in the future with everything. Thank you. This wraps up our Bova News World Dairy Expo Chats podcast for today. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe to Bova News on your favorite podcast subscription platform or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And be sure to check out our website, bovanews.com, for more information and alerts on upcoming podcasts. This has been your host, Amy Ryan, and from everyone at Bova News, have a great day.